You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 44 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Vicki's still at CES. Yes, yeah, still am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vicki. Yeah, I took my dogs with me, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had a great time. But let me give you fair warning. I had very little time to see things. Because I was working, and my feet were killing me, so... Oh, yeah, when you're on your feet all day. Oh, gosh, my feet... I thought my back would hurt, but it, that wasn't the issue, because I was walking around in our booth, you know, like a little... Like like our one of our uh, head um, VPs said, like a shark, keep moving around till you see people, you know? And that booth was very active. Um, let me start by saying, talking about my company. I work for a company called Arant Inc., and they're in Redwood City, California. And we do, we partner with, um, let me do the spiel that we, we told people when they asked at <laughs> uh, CES. Arant partners with trusted brands to deliver connected, smart connected systems and products. Meaning um, we work with companies like Whirlpool, um, Chamberlain First Alert to create um, apps that you can access, receive alerts from, and control appliances in your home. Um, uh, one of the one of our products that we have that's been around for like two years is Chamberlain MyQ Garage Door Opener. You probably I don't know if you've seen the commercial, but they they uh, started this really nice commercial where you can see where you can check to see if your garage doors are open. It can alert you and let you know. Say you're at the grocery store, or you're at CES, and you live in um, in Tracy, California. You get alert, say your garage door is open, and you can close it using an app. Uh, you can also open it remotely for people. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but what we do is we provide the cloud service that they use, which is sort of we sort of virtualize the device in our cloud so that you can access the, the information via your the via uh, um, API that we have to develop your mobile apps. Or, or web app, whatever, whichever way you want to access it. Um, but uh, and we, we, that's how we make our money. We make our money off the cloud service. We sort of have a gateway that we use. And what's so great about our product is that you take this gateway, you hook it up to your router, and the devices that you have in your house, say it's a refrigerator, washer and dryer, dishwasher, whatever, light bulbs or, or, or any first alert detectors that you have in your house, um, for, you know, um, smoke detectors and then there's uh, sensors for the doors, water sensors, all kinds of things. They will automatically connect to that gateway. Um, obviously, the gateways are all for different products. And that's the big issue in CES is that they want this connected home uh, where you have one app that controls everything, that controls everything. And I think eventually we're going to want a single gateway, but the companies don't want to share their data. Their data is valuable to them. So they all are on different servers, which requires different gateways that you hook to your router in your home. But what's great about our product is that the consumer has to do nothing but plug the gateway in. And it works. Um, a lot of people at CES were talking about the connected home and about products that they were going to deliver. And we are a few we we are one of the few there that actually has products to deliver and are making money on that right now. So that's my company. I'm having fun doing it. Um, and uh, there are other companies there. A lot of them had huge booths. Oh my God! You guys should have been there. Unfortunately, you weren't. <laughs> and, uh, um, but the connected home stuff was, you know, um, one-off things. You see somebody that has lights and you see somebody that has um a single company you know that that does um 
like Nest was there. You know, you guys have you seen Nest? They sell it in. Um, yes, Google just bought them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, for the. Yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about oh, that. God. The thermostats. Yeah, the thermostats. Yeah. Is that all they do? Nest is thermostats. Yes, yeah, thermostats. Um, yeah, they're actually they're Apple executives that. I they tried that to buy it. Yeah, they tried to buy it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing for us is that we're banking. Iran is banking on. These companies, we, we deal with big companies like Whirlpool, is a is a uh, uh, appliance company that we have. We do their residential, their North American, their Latin American, and um, even their commercial laundry systems. And we're thinking that these major brands are going to want to talk to each other. Uh, and there are companies uh, like Home Depot and Sears that are going to want to have that cloud service too that they can provide for their customers. Everybody's going to build a nap, but you're going to need the data. And that's the reason why we want right. the cloud service that they use to access that data. So uh, we're crossing. So I buy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I buy a Nest thermostat, or I buy a Whirlpool smart appliance, or the garage door opener. I don't even know you exist. You don't, right? You don't I care. just you know. It, I just install my my thermostat, and I use my iPhone to you know increase or decrease my temperature. Mm-hmm. You're doing something in the background, but I don't know you're there. You don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, right. we put the complexity of the device in uh, a controlling the device in the cloud, which means that the cost for you is extremely low. The bill of materials for our product are in cents, in dollars, you know, in, in comparison to other companies where they're hundreds of dollars. So that's how we beat, we are beating people. It's, it's very little cost. When you virtualize in the cloud, where none of that complexity is in any of the devices. It's just a radio signal that goes out uh, to the cloud, up to the cloud. And um, that's how we, we think we're going to beat people. Nest is a single product. You know, they have their own little single cloud, just like Whirlpool, who is 100 times bigger than Nest. We're looking at the big companies. You look for big fish, not the little babies. Um, Nest has their issues, you know, and so it's we will uh, eventually too, because we're a very small company. Um, I hope that um, we succeed. I don't want any big, we're not looking at venture capitalists or anything like we. At least I don't want them to do it because I don't want the value of my stock to be watered down. <laughs> my stock options it is to be watered down. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, if, if we get bought out, you know, hopefully they'll be kind to us. <laughs> So when you did get to walk around, when you did get to walk around, what did you see that uh, caught your eye? Uh, One of the things that would have been really cool if if you guys uh, could have used it is the Beam Remote um, Presence robot, and how that works. It's 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 the company's suitable technologies, and how that works is that it's actually a little robot, and it has a camera, and you can remotely control it. And it goes around like you are there. Um, and you could have been at CES from your home in Albany, New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, actually, they're using it sort of for people to be at meetings and stuff like that. And to me, that's sort of stupid, you know, because uh, isn't that what Skype and everything's about? Other than you can't look around and see people. I don't see the purpose of it using uh, at a meeting. But if you needed to be in, say, a China, a China manufacturing plant. You could have that robot going around, looking at the process, seeing what was wrong, walking somebody through a problem. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, the price models is uh, sort of, you know, expensive. But, you know, the people that will probably use this has the bucks for this. It's like you can get, you could, uh, get one for around $1,000. Or you can lease it and all kinds of things. But uh, that's one of the things I saw. And I was surprised because I watched the news every night in in, in, uh, in uh, Las Vegas looking to see things that I hadn't seen that I could possibly look at. And I didn't see that on the news. And maybe I missed it. But that was one of the most interesting things that I saw that you know, made me think of you guys. You know, you could have been there. <laughs> a thousand, you know, a thousand dollars might be a lot of money up front, but that's a lot cheaper than a plane fare. Yeah, yeah. Especially like you said, if it's something where mm-hmm. uh, somebody has to go to China maybe once a month or twi- even twice a year. Yeah. Just the plane fare alone. Yeah, 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 that alone. Yeah. 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 And it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool little product. Um, but 
one of the I'm gonna go to the ridiculous stuff that I saw. <laughs> uh, your own personal submarine. <laughs> well, don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all want yeah, one of those? I could, I could just you know <laughs> throw it on the back. I don't have any water to okay, put it throw, in. Throw it in our backyard pool. <laughs> or no, put it on the back of my yard. <laughs> yeah. But it can go from it can it can hold from two to three people in it, and I'm just wondering. What kind of maintenance you got to do in this thing? This thing can go pretty deep, like oh, 36,000 feet. I'm not going to get in that thing. That's crazy. But um, that's one of the most ridiculous things I saw. And if, and if you got a million dollars laying around, you can get that, okay? <laughs> but like, what is the point? I mean, what is the point? Why was it at CES? Well, because it's a consumer product. I don't know what consumer they're talking about, but... I don't know. Maybe they have maybe a lot of could, stuff there. Like, what's say it again? Sorry. They have like they have cars and everything there too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They have all kinds of cars and stuff. Yeah. I don't get to see those, but they had like the self-drivable cars and um, BMW had um, their all-electric car and they was driving around. You can get a ride in it and stuff like that. Um, but I think back to the submersible uh, submarine. I think it's probably for people who do like. Uh, Cruises or something like that. It wouldn't be for you and I or for a very rich person, you know, but uh, I could see that people who had, okay, they could take you out on the ocean for a day trip. And then one of the things you can do is take a little submarine trip underneath the ocean. You and three other people who are brave enough to do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, not me. Not me. Not me. I'm, abo- I'm above the water. I am too. I don't even like the one snorkeling. <laughs> no, I don't either. It just freaks me out. But anyway. But then, really? Huh? Really? I I don't. I, I, I can't see having my own personal submarine, but I think it's a cool concept, though. I think that's kind of neat. I couldn't go that deep in the water. Snorkeling is, is to me not I'm not scared of it. It's just sort of boring. Um, I I can look in the aquarium, but um, and that, other than you in the water, that's fun swimming in the water. But looking down at the fish, oh well, whatever. I'd rather swim. <laughs> but the, the submarine that's freaky to me. I, 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 I would be so afraid. Suppose the person is just guiding this thing, you know, gets the bends or has a heart attack and you're stuck in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> well, Nemo. <laughs> and I don't mean John Nemo. <laughs> anyway, that's just me and my craziness. But the next ridiculous thing that I did see on the news and I ran around looking for it and I didn't see it, but I'm going to mention it anyway. It's the wind bot. You know how they have the robots to clean your floor? Now they have one yeah. to clean your windows. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, if you have big windows in your house, I guess. But come on, to clean your well, windows? This might be something I should look into. I'm not allowed to clean the windows in my house. Why? Because you're streaking? Be- no matter what I do. I do too. No, I do too. No matter what I do, they streak, so... I'm not allowed to clean the windows, which is fine with me. Yeah, but they got to be pretty big windows because this doesn't look like a very small um, little thing. You know, I have lots of windows in my house, but uh, I just can't see using this thing. Um, they have other things, too, besides the wind bot. They have the floor cleaners, of course, and they got an atmosphere thing. Um, I guess it sprays stuff in the, in the uh, freshens the air or something. I don't know. And a family bot with tells you stuff that your mom is supposed to do. You come home and it goes up to you and tell you, Mom wants you to do this. Um, I would turn that thing off if I was a kid and say, Oh, it didn't work, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to do that. When I was looking at some of the stuff from CES, what I thought was cool were the curved um, Bluetooth speakers and the curved screens for TVs. Yes. I thought that was I thought that was yes. really neat. LG had this big, huge HD 3D wall, and it was curved. <sighs> and it was they do this every year, I guess. They have this big wall, but it's in 3D, and it was just awesome. I, I I felt like it was just I was standing there, and it felt like things were just surrounding me. It was better than than. Those IMAX movies—it was beautiful. Ugh. I tried to take pictures. Of I it, wish I had that. Movies. I wish I had that for the Super Bowl, man. Oh, oh that'd, that'd be, be cool. awesome. But you know what? It's going to be really interesting. The other thing that they have—that's a company called. Oh man, I don't. I don't think I put it. Yeah, three D Z tile format. 
uh, for glassless 3D TV. Uh, this is a company. Huh. This is a company called Sysbell Technology, and they are working with this Russian company. Um, let me see. Let me find the name of that company. I've written it down somewhere. So they're working with this company called Triaxis, and they they're creating this 3D Z tile format. And what it does, it, it enhances the performance of the uh, glass-free um, displays. So, so I gather that that company that they're working with develops these particular displays so you can watch 3D TV without glasses. And I'm telling you, we saw it. It looks beautiful. It looks, it, I mean, I have friends that have one of those 3D TVs. It looks much better than that TV does. And um, only negative about it is you have to watch it from a certain angle. <laughs> So it's very few spots that you can sit in and see it quite well. So I don't know how they're going to fix that. But what the Sysfelt technology is doing is they're working to develop this this um, way of broadcasting. So they're working with broadcasting and content providers to do to, to, to deliver three D um, uh, programming. Uh, and what's going to be great about their uh, service is it's going to be a single service for 2D and 3D channels. So you don't have to have a 2D channel, 3D channel. The TV is going to be what's going to receive it, the signal, and determine if it's a 2D or 3D transmission. It's going to save these broadcasters a lot of money. Of course, they're going to charge us on the leg for that service. Um, but that's what that's where they're going with that. I thought it was really cool, and they, they had a really great demo. Um, I was very impressed. You would have really loved it, um, uh, Suzanne. They had pictures of like Venice, and you could see the little gondola and the things. It, it, it looks so oh. beautiful. It looked like a painting. It was just really, really nice. Um, and they had little pretty big screens. They weren't little teeny screens, you would think. The resolution is perfect. And I gather what they do is that they take the signal, and I guess with the way stereoscopic. Uh, glasses are is that they take a left mm -hmm. and a right image and right. kind of squeeze it in and so you lose the top and the horizontal and vertical and it just makes the resolution not so clear um, and what they're doing now is they they found a way I can't really describe it of, of trying to keep you keep most of that they don't squeeze it that much they have a way of storing it uh, to make it uh, uh, have a better resolution than it currently does and with that display that they're working with, to be able to see it without the 3D glasses, is awesome. I wonder if my dogs will be able to see it. And they really would freak them out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing that um, has been really big, I, I went to a gallery a couple weeks ago, and they had, they had this um, small exhibition of art that was um, printed out by 3D printers. Yeah. So did you did you see a lot of, because to me that seems like the new wave is everybody's doing the 3D printing. I think artists are starting to use it as well because you know, it can, they can take their conceptual art and they can actually, you know, put it into a, a 3D space <clears throat> like a sculpture, excuse me. And I was just wondering if what you saw that was new with 3D printing, because I know the price point's gone down and um, some of them are very affordable. I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Um, uh, I, I, I had a guy in my uh, MBA program that uh, was talking about that and um, had some demonstrations about how that worked. I, was, I would love to have seen that, unfortunately, my bad feet and my... Uh, <laughs> and it, it was so huge. I'm telling you, we were in the South Hall where all the connected products were, connected home products. And... Um, when I first got there, I went to the North Hall thinking that was South Hall because somebody pointed me in that direction. So I walked through and I saw quite a number of things that I otherwise would never have seen trying to get back to the South Hall. So, no, I didn't see that. But I did see some gaming stuff, which didn't do very much for me because I'm not into gaming. But one of the things was the, um, what did that, do I have a uh, link to that? Maybe I don't. Oh, yeah, the Oculus Rift. Cole, Crystal Cove, uh, it's a virtual reality gaming headset, and it's these glasses that you put over your head, um, and, and you, you truly get, allows you to be immersed into the game or video or whatever you're looking at. Um, it's a prototype, of course, and it's actually for developers 
who want to add that to their game or whatever they're, they're developing. So if that's one of the things I saw. It was a huge line to, to test it out. I really didn't get a chance to test it out. I think one of our, my coworkers did. And she, she was a female, so she really wasn't impressed. So I wish it was a guy who would have been impressed and could told me something that I could get to the, viewer, the listeners. But um, that's one of the things I saw. And I think that may have been South Hall 2 or something like that. Close to me, but not close enough that I could really spend time there. But um, other than that, I saw, let me go back to my, my, Show notes. Um, there were tons. I mean, literally tons of these ultra HD 4K TVs. You know, that's broadcasting beyond the 1080p uh, TVs. And I'm sorry, I just don't get that. Um, it's a there's a, a limit to your eyes. You know, and my eyes are old now, so it's, uh, I've already reached it at the 1080p. And the only way you're going to know the difference is you have the two TVs next to each other. So you see one at 4K and one at 1080. Um, but they got uh, LG has one of the biggest ones. It's an 84 inch, 85 inch TV. You're kidding oh, me. I'm kidding. And it looked gorgeous. Oh. And it's so thin. That's what I was looking at. The size of it being so thin. Um, LG had the most impressive, I'm telling you, uh, display uh, other than the ultra wall 3d wall they had some really excellent looking their appliances everything was really they're connected appliances really not that like great they need to hook up with us at array and we can make it a bit better <laughs> but um their um tvs were impressive i'm telling you beautiful i was tempted to buy one though i don't have any in my budget to pay that kind of money for a car for a tv um but uh other than that, it was as everybody had one of those 4K, color 4K TVs. Um, I don't get it. Um, and But, you know, there's, people always want the newest things. So maybe there'd be a bunch of people that didn't want to buy it. Um, there, uh, theirs was the biggest that I saw. Um, Samsung had a couple of them. Um, Sony. Um, just about everybody that has TVs had one. Um, but what was really impressive was the, and I didn't get any information on it. Uh, I didn't really get a chance to check it out. Was the smart connected cars with the apps that are connected to it and everything? That's way cool. And what's going to be really great? Well, not great. I hope this is what they're going to do. Is to allow you to download this stuff to upgrade your current car with the new apps that are coming out. Uh, my car just bought and. It sort of has some of those features where it can hook up with my iPhone and do things, but it's sort of clunky. I have to make sure that it's not unlocked, that the app is already enabled before I connect it in. You know, you already log on to the app before you, you connect it in. And, and, and for instance, if I wanted to listen to Audible through my car, I have to either already be playing it and hook it up and play it through. Um, the media, CD media thing, I mean, sorry, it's an external device, or I would have to have the app already open, hook it up, and go through the BMW app and find Audible. I think that it's sort of silly. I think I should, Siri should be able to control me uh, it and not have BMW's uh, voice activation thing taken over when it knows that it has an external device. Um, and I saw cars that could do that. Um, and uh, Audi had a good demonstration of it. And it, that's, that's what I was more interested in, but I didn't get a chance to spend much time. What, the, the Audi? No, no, the, the stuff, the, my connect. I, I don't want an Audi. I already got a car. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with Audi. Well, the reason why I say that is because Top Gear this morning had a, a race between the, uh, the Audi... Um, R8, I think, and the Porsche, oh. just the Carrera, and oh, the Porsche the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big yeah. babies. The, big and the babies. one I saw, it was convertible. You would have loved it. It was white and black interior. Yeah. Yeah, but you like black and gold. Mm. I like black, baby. I like yeah. black on black. Yeah. <laughs> Although my car, my car, um, I used to have a license plate that said, you know, Godiva because it's a gold car with a, with a, um, 
black interior, which black interiors are not so great for the desert. I, I do have to say that, okay. but it's also a convertible. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, a pawn to play on words. But I don't know. I think the next time I get a car, I might get a red one. I know it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a hazard with, because I, I, I have a hot foot and I like to speed. So that might be a hazard, but I don't know. I'm, I think I'm in a red frame of mind lately. I had a red car, but now, you know, I got tickets because I used to change lanes a lot. Once I stopped doing that, I stopped getting tickets. You got tickets for changing lanes? Yeah, because you're going fast like everybody else, but you keep changing lanes. That's how the cops, oh, yeah. the cops catch you. Since then, it's been maybe 10 years, I've never gotten a ticket. And I, go, I got a heavy foot, especially with my new car, going from a Volvo to BMW. I don't even notice that I'm going fast. And I'd be doing like 90. One time I almost hit 100. I didn't realize I'm going <gasps> that fast. And I wasn't really passing a lot of people because everybody was going that fast on the freeway. And cops drove by and got the next guy because he chased the lane. <laughs> I was going with the flow. He had to pick somebody. He's going to pick the person that's changing the lane. You know, he was weaving in and out of traffic. You don't do that. It's just... No, you know. I, I got stopped by a, a cop when I lived in Maine because... Um, with my BMW convertible, I had the top down and 36. I, I first it was 40, and then I said, "No, I can I can do 36. I'm strong enough to keep put the top down at 36 degrees." And Whoa. I got stopped one night. I was going home, and I got stopped. And the cop came up, and he and I said, "I knew I wasn't speeding, and that's unusual because I usually did speed." And he said, "I just stopped you because I had to see uh, who would be crazy enough to have their top down at 36 degrees." Meanwhile, you've I got said, a heart attack on the side of the road. <laughs> my dad telling me about when you drive look straight ahead don't don't uh draw attention to yourself you know i don't like to put the top down i was going to get a convertible and i said i would never take the top down because i want unless somebody was in the car with me i would i don't want the attention i don't want people no it's me. not for me because the reason why is because when i was a nurse and i worked orthopedics I took care of a lot of, of motorcycle accidents. Yeah. And I, I had two sons, and I forbid them to have motorcycles just because I saw the damage. And it wasn't necessarily, I mean, yes, you did. we did have some uh, patients that, you know, were drinking and they got on a bike and, of course, branded into a tree and, you know, became a, unfortunately a paraplegic or a quad. But um, there was more of the accidents happened because um, even though they were very conscientious drivers, it was the the cars that didn't see them. Mm -hmm. And I always had that paranoia that my boys would, you know, even though they were conscientious, might crack up a bike because, you know, there is nothing. But see, I, when I was a kid, I loved motorcycles. I had friends that had them and I would go riding on them, but I love the wind in my hair. But I would never buy a motorcycle, but to me a convertible is the next best thing because I can put that top down and I can just have that wind through my hair. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think I could ever have a car that has a top to it. I loved having a convertible. I really do. Yeah, the new ones. You know, have, to see this. The new ones are hard. Oh, top go ahead. Too. So. Yeah, yeah. See, that's nice because I have a hard top for my um, Bimmer, and I'll tell you, it's a pain in the butt. I don't put it on ever. Um, I had it in Maine because you know it. You really can't put the top down in winter. You did. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. My husband's like, okay, that's enough. We're going to put the hard top on. I'm like, no. But. Um, I never use it. And now, of course, they have the hard top with it, which is great. You know, that's how it should be. But it's just beautiful to be able to see the stars and, you know, Venus I come out. I don't know. I, I love, love a convertible. The tops down. I don't like necessarily like oh. the way it looks the top's up. But I love the way it looks yeah. the top down. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I love a convertible. And then yeah. you got me. Love. Then you got me driving a 10-year-old minivan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can... You know, the thing is, is my husband had a Murano, and I'll tell you, we do miss it because Murano? he has a, it's a, it's like a crossover. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it's thing a was Nissan. A, yeah, it's a Nissan. It's a pain in the butt, but I'll tell you, because that thing was always in the shop for one thing or the other, but he he has a sedan now, but um, I we do miss being able to have that extra space. You yeah. know, that's, that's one nice thing when you have a van or a crossover you're able to cart stuff around. We had to make like three trips to the storage unit with our Christmas stuff. So, you know, you didn't have to do that when you have 
you know, space. Well, the other good thing, too, is because I'm short. If I'm driving my husband's car and he's got a Volvo sedan, I can't see when I'm backing out of a parking spot. Oh, Whereas with my van, I let you see. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, my son's my son's Jeep has that. Yeah. My husband's car doesn't. Yeah. But I sit higher because I'm in a minivan, so I sit higher so I can see better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my cars from now on are going to be either minivans or SUVs. I have a, I have my eye on an Acura SUV. My for the only next concern one. is that as I get older, um, my car is sort of low to the ground. So when you get in, you have to sort of crawl into it. Yeah, mine is too. But I'm also concerned about my sister has this big SUV. You can climb up into it. I remember my mom could not get into her car. It was so hard. And she goes, oh, we'll get another SUV. I said, you can older. You need to start thinking about something lower to the ground. <laughs> not as low as mine, but not as high yeah. as yours. So, so, yeah. yeah, my mother has a hard time getting in my car, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the van's so a little more roomier, though. So. Yeah. yeah. So what else did you see? Um, uh, let me think. What about mobile devices, Vicky? What's new in, with the mobile devices? Anything? I saw a flex phone. LG or something has a, like a phone you can flex or something. Flex? Um, I yeah. Know. No, no. I, I didn't even pay attention to that. We went through this section where there was, of course, cases. And we're like, why are you at a consumer electronics show? Sure. There's nothing in case she went for the bling, everyone. Oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> the celebrities the... that were there. John Legend. Oh, John Legend and... Um, God, I've got his name. The one that got shot at me in town, the rapper. Um, 50 Cent. 50 Cent? 50 Cent, yeah. They were there for headphones and audio systems and stuff like that. And um, um, somebody took pictures of them. I didn't. Um, oh, so you actually saw them? I saw, I wasn't sure until I got in there. Back, got to my booth and somebody said, oh, John Legend was here. I saw him walking out. And I went, that looks like John Legend. And they just kept going. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, and then um, uh, there was uh, oh yeah yeah um, the what's the name of this headphone blue um, microphone um, God darn it um, I got the Yeti the blue what's the name of the company that does the mics blue blue oh that's it <laughs> <laughs> did I just say blue. Yeah. And I'm looking right at it going, blue, Yeah, blue, I'm staring blue, at mine, too. Blue. It says blue all over it. <laughs> they were there showing some new headphones that you can use for um, podcasting or listen to music, whatever. And they were just demoing it. And it was like this little booth you go in and they could you could demonstrate the evolution of headphones and sound. And uh, um, supposedly they're coming out this spring with a new headphone that's going to be really awesome i don't know but i should like the demo and they gave me a t-shirt so <laughs> it's a cute you know, when t-shirt you said, it's a cute v-knit t-shirt i like it when you said celebrities i thought you were going to say the Waz or bill gates or i'm thinking tech celebrities well Waz yeah. was there wasn't he he usually that. is isn't he i don't know yeah i mean i was i didn't follow it all i was out of town the whole time that CES was going on, so yeah. I was like totally out of the loop. I didn't follow it either. I was working. <laughs> now, how much of this stuff do you think is is vaporware? Because so much stuff is demonstrated at CES that never comes to pass. Well, I'm telling you that 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 um, the, that headset is about developers incorporating it with their products. Um, Xbox or somebody would have to, or some company would have to develop this. And have it uh, interface with the gaming systems and work well with the gaming systems. Um, that's, in my opinion, that's just a prototype. You can go on their site and buy the development kit, and that's it. You can't really, there's no real products yet. Um, of course, the Winbot, that's available. The submarine, you can get that if you want. <laughs> Sysfell Technologies, they got to get the broadcasters to work with them on that. That's still in the works. In Europe, they have it. I mean, China, I think China has it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, Italy, someplace in Italy, they have it, the services that are provided, uh, through their, um, uh, cable companies or, um, TV broadcasters. Um, the, what else do I have that is maybe paperwork? All of those connected systems, I'm telling you, everybody had big booths and all of it was pie in the sky stuff. You know, there was very few... People other than like Nest and um, uh, there were a bunch of um, 
companies like um, they provided uh, services that you could use uh, that they need to have partners to develop these products. So somebody needs to take that product and develop with it. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Not a lot of companies doing what people really want, connecting these devices all together so you can have 50 million different devices, 50 million, 50 million apps. We have one, but you know, uh, it's not ready for prime time yet. You can buy it, but um, it's not ready for prime time yet. Um, Were you able to see a demonstration of the Chamberlain garage door opener? Yeah, we have one. It's been around for two years. The demo was in our booth. It's our product. Oh. It's our technology. Yep. Actually, I did one of the demos for it. <laughs> Because my understand, yeah. my understanding is, I think I've seen, I think it was that brand, I saw on a demonstration on Geek Beat TV on yeah. that podcast, yeah. and the price of the garage door isn't really that much more than just getting a plain old garage door. No, but if the, I remember the thing correctly. Is, that, is they have a universal adapter that you can put to any garage door built since 1993. The ones that have the sensors from the side at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So yes, you, you yes, have, that's if you have that. That's to, what I have. I think it costs one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Go to a Home Depot, Walmart, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, is so it's, yeah. oh, that's interesting. So you don't have to buy a brand new garage door. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then um, of course my our Whirlpool products are been available. They around <laughs> the smart Whirlpool smart appliances. Uh, we had a demo of that in our booth. Um, mm-hmm. First alert which has door uh, sensors and smoke detectors and water sensors that you can use using that smart bridge. The smart bridge is our gateway all the way using our cloud uh, services. That We had a demo of that. That's available. You can buy that at Home Depot and different stores, Amazon. And the first alert, because that's something yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, it's, getting the, the, it's one of those do-it-yourselfers. You put it in there yourself. We can hire somebody to put it in. Uh, but the smoke detector, you just replace them and then you, they, you, you hook them up to the, but you hook the gateway up and and um, log on to the website to uh, download the app and, you know, create your account. It's, it's just yeah. simple. That's something I'd like to look into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you just, sometimes you don't know when the batteries die. Yeah, they will definitely you know, like, let you know. You know, some, sometimes it beeps and then sometimes it doesn't, so you don't know that the batteries are dead. Mm-hmm. So I'd like something, you know, like a smoke alarm, a carbon monoxide detector. Yeah. Something yeah. so that you know it's working or it's not working, because that's a safety issue. There's some, there's some, there's some requests for um, things like uh, for, for our company to work with people like uh, everybody in our company practically has one of those uh, for, um, uh, either Roombas or whatever. And they always would say, well, I wish I could get this rumor to work started when I'm, at, I'm in my car and I realize my floor is dirty and somebody's coming over and they can start it remotely, uh, that kind of thing. And there are a lot of requests for stuff that cleans the house while you're not there and things like that. Only thing about that, I don't know if you heard, guys heard about the person that started their Roomba, left the house and the dog pooped on the floor and Roomba tracked all the stuff all over the house. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So you probably need to lock the dogs out of the room that room is cleaning. So my rooms, they have this little border, so they can't, the thing can't climb over to the, the, go to the next room, which means it'll clean that one room and it'll sit there and the dog won't thing won't turn off. So the battery will be low by the time I get home. So that's the reason why I don't like running mine when I'm not at home. Because um, it takes a while to charge those things. And I got the mint, which is probably fancy as the Roomba, but those are the kind of things that I was looking for. Winbot sort of just made me my head spin, because I'm like, I don't know, why would I buy something to clean my windows? Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of stuff there. Uh, I wish I could have seen more. Maybe next year I will try a little harder. I'll, I will know how to um, manage my time. Because um, we have a couple of breaks, and then we have an hour for lunch. And I tried to walk around that lunchtime, but my the dogs were screaming ladies. The dogs were like, how? <laughs> well, you just, you just answered my question. I was going to ask you if you would want to go again next year. I'm going next year. Yeah. I, I'm still working for the company. I hope I'm still working there. We're still around and they still want me. Yeah, I'm going next year. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, it's like Macworld. Yeah. We were exhausted after walking around Macworld. It's, I mean, yeah. and I know it's nowhere near the size of CES, but when you're on yeah. your feet all day and you're walking and you're talking to people and you're... 
you know, the voice starts to go, the feet yeah, go. Yeah. And then we had a lot of people in that booth, a lot of people, um, because we had real demos of the products there. Uh, oh, yeah. Another thing, people, uh, like you, uh, Alisa, um, Pinterest is another company. I don't know if you heard of them. They do the pool pumps and the sump pumps and stuff like that. No, no. Yeah, they're one of our customers, too. And there are a bunch of people from the Midwest and back east going, oh, I got one of those in my basement. You mean to say control it? They're going to tell me that water's in my basement? They just were freaking out. So we had that there, too, um, that people really love looking at. Um, oh, Lord knows I need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, when I looked at it, I went, God, it sure doesn't look sexy. But when I saw how excited people were when they looked at it, I went, like, oh, okay. We don't have basements here, but okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I have an old house, and our basement gets wet a lot. Yeah, but I, I forgot my my family's home had a basement, and we used to have problems with our plumbing not not floods or anything like that. But we would have problems with our plumbing, and sometimes I'd snake it out and do all kinds of crazy stuff. And water would get in the basement, and I'm telling you, only thing we had was a wet dry bag. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's what my husband uses. See, ours isn't yeah. plumbing. Ours is because. Our, the land is made of clay. Yeah. And when the land gets saturated, especially like in March when it starts, when the snow here starts to melt, the, war, you know, the, the land can only absorb so much. Mm-hmm. The water comes up underneath, it comes up underneath the floor. Yeah. yeah. So you can see it. You can just look at it and watch these little puddles. Yeah. Well, you can get this little sensor from First Alert that can sense water. You probably want to put it in your basement or by the washing machine so you can see that. There's some water there, and it'll alert you. And you know, oh, you got water here. Come take care, take care of it. Mm. It gets you really bad. So mm. First Alerts has those uh, water sensors. Temperature sensors, all kinds of stuff that you can use to uh, control your home. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm, I'm willing to sell my house if I can find a house that has all that stuff in it. And <laughs> 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 think well, clean you know- the house, too. I would really have a great time. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have to say, I really miss having a basement. Oh, my gosh. Because now we have to have a storage unit, you know. But uh, we had a great basement in Maine. And, you know, <laughs> Arizona, we were on a slab. And here in Texas, we have, like, a little crawl space. Because um, it's, actually, it's good because you can get to, you know, pl- like Lisa said, you know, plumbing and everything else. Right. But, yeah, I won't go down there. It's dark. Mm-hmm. I won't go down there. Must be so. a southern like thing. A my cellar or something. It must be a yeah. southern thing because my friend in uh, Orlando, she built her house about two years ago, and they don't have a basement either. No, in yeah, Cal- it is in, in California. You don't want to be underground, you know. So earth moves. Yeah, and it's hot, so you know. Well, actually, well, it's cooler. You would probably more. In Arizona, the soil the soil has caliche, and it's like cement. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> you know, I can understand that not putting basements there would it would probably really add to the cost yeah. of a home. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know if people, I don't think people do basements in Texas, or if they do, I haven't seen any. Pretty much most of the people, I see the new construction because, unfortunately, we have a really cute little neighborhood, and it's quirky, and people are taking down the 19... 40s homes and building these McMansions and it always yeah. makes me sad to see that but they, they're doing slab you know they're not putting even a crawl space underneath there I think with some of the older 40s homes like we have have crawl spaces but not the new ones they're just putting yeah. them right on slabs it's, it's the same way in California some of the older homes have like these cellars wood cellars to go in the backyard and go down into um, yeah. yeah and then there uh, there's some houses that have their a little space underneath the house but it doesn't go. Uh, it doesn't cover the entire bottom. Where they have like um, the air conditioning systems and stuff like that. Those are yeah, those are like old ones too. Yeah. Some of the electrical stuff is down. What well, have. what's nice about having a, a basement is that you can use. If you have a dry basement, you can use it for storage. Yeah, you can use yeah. it. We yeah, we had our tours down there. Yeah, oh, miss that. in the winter time. Yeah. And in the summer too, it was cool down there. Yeah. Yeah. We had a pretty big basement. Um, but it, 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 we had old plumbing. I'm telling you, I'm an expert at plumbing. You got a plumbing issue, I could probably could fix it. Uh, but the house was really old. It was about 100 years old when I was a kid. So it was, it's probably 200 years old now. Because <laughs> it's been 100 years since you've lived there. Yes, right. 
Now, Vicki, I noticed, I noticed um, the big buzz when I was reading some of the tech um, blogs is that the hybrid tablets were really popular at CES, you know, where like the Surface, where they have the tablet and they have the, I think it connects magnetically, the keyboard. Um, did you see any of those or quite a few I, of those? I and, did. Didn't see anything that was really exciting because it's the OS that you want to really yeah. concern with. Um, uh, there was a lot, yeah, there were quite a number of them there. Um, but actually, I didn't see a lot of people crowding around me. I think everybody has a tablet or computer. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that, the laptop, tablet kind of thing. Because like you, like you said, most people have one or the other. And... Sort of like with the TVs, you know, you, everybody has a TV now. Um, they're going to have to really take it up a notch to make a whole group of people move from what they currently have. Uh, maybe if you, you're in the market for a new one, you, that could, could come about. But I don't know. I'm, I don't like taking risks. You know, that's the reason why I wouldn't go to the tap, Windows tablet, because they don't tend to support things for a very long period of time. And of course, I don't like Mac OS, but... <laughs> uh, the Windows world, they don't. They just go, okay, people are not interested, and then move on. You may love that product, and then they don't make it anymore. So why would you want to even invest in something like that? They don't have to stop that. They're going to have to find something that works and people enough people like and stick with it. What they should do is give it to the OS. OS is what sucks. But the Windows 8, actually, I got a chance to play around with it. I'm not a CES. And I sort of like it. Um, it's different, and getting used to what's different is what you have to do. But it worked pretty well. I, I don't don't know what the complaints were other than they, if you don't want change. Windows um, eight. Yeah. Yeah, I like oh. it. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Now I've heard I've heard they upgraded it. They 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 changed it because I know yeah, about yeah. a year ago when my oldest son needed a new computer, he got a Windows computer with with. Um, Windows 8 on it, and it got. I was setting it up for him. It got to the point where I just said, "Do it yourself." <laughs> I couldn't find any. It was awful, and they didn't well, have I start setting it up. I was just playing around with it. So it yeah, I was thing. setting up for him. And like I wanted to download Firefox, so I went on Internet Explorer, downloaded the, the fi- you know the the exe file, whatever they call it for on the Windows side. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. You know, on oh, the Mac, God. you know where it is. It's either on your download folder or your desktop. Oh, you can search for it easily. Yeah, I searched for it and said no such thing. Wow. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I watched it download. And then I, I finally found it by accident. Well, Vicki, I'll tell you, if I ever go to CES, there's one company that I just want to hang out at their booth. And, that, and I saw their speakers in France when I was there in October. And we were, my husband and I were going up the street in Avignon, and we could hear this sound. And I thought, oh, my God, that's is somebody playing? It, it was Daft Punk, and I knew Daft Punk wasn't around. And it was Bang and Olufsen, and they had this circular. It's it's just a very circular. Um, it's not a membrane. It's just a circular disc, and it ha- it's on three legs. It's very small, you know. It's and it's a speaker, and the sound that was coming out of that. It's called the Bo Play, I think A nine. Um. Oh. I, I, my husband had to push me, and he's, come on, let's move along. I could have just stayed there all day listening to that stupid speaker. And I know they had a presence at CES because I think they're integrating, like, a one-touch um, home sound system. Mm-hmm. So you, have, you basically have your sound system throughout your house, and you can just, you know, tap on. It's like a nest. It looks like a nest. It's a little circular um, device you, you yeah, a device you put on your wall. Yeah, I, their stuff is just absolutely so fabulous. So does it go throughout and, the whole house, or what does it do? Yeah, you can set it. Well, not this particular speaker. They're, what they're doing with their sound systems, I think, is that you integrate it, certain speakers, you know, in, in the home, and um, then you control it with the device. That's like a nest. But I would have stayed probably... If that was the only booth I went to, I probably could have died happy at CES because that would have been the only one I would have wanted to. I, and I also, though, that Clio, that Clio um, invisible speaker, I know it's not Bose, but, boy, I would really have liked to take a look at that as well because, you know, I think something invisible like that is pretty cool when you have sound coming out of it. So what is it? So, what do you mean invisible? It, it, it's wireless or something? It's, it's clear. It's clear. 
it's curved. It's like this curved yeah, but speaker. You still have it's this, clear. This speak, these wires hanging out of the room. No. So it's, it's wireless? No. I, it's, I'm pretty sure it's wireless. Oh, mm -hmm. man, that'll work for me. I can't stand those wires. Yeah. It drives me back. I know. I this is supposed to be very, very pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'll just look it up right now. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's completely invisible. Let me see. Oh gosh, that's so pretty. Yes, wireless. Yeah. It's the first invisible speaker. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. I can't stand it. It just makes me. I just bought uh, a little a console to put all my electronics from my TV upstairs and it's just i'm just i don't feel like putting it together you know like gosh because there's still gonna be some wires hanging out the back of it you know? i'm telling you vicky this is absolutely you have to go to clearview that's the manufacturer clearview okay. and look up look up clio and they have some that images on well i haven't looked at that yet but it's gorgeous Thanks, no it's not Th 350 350 <laughs> me 350 it's $349, and it comes in a silver, or you can get dark browns, or you can get charcoal. I'd get the charcoal probably because that would match my house. But literally, it's invisible. You can put it up on a mantle. You can put it anywhere, and, and you can't see it, but it, it has panoramic sound. Clearly, it I'm actually won a, it. Is it, it won an Editor's Choice Award at CES this year. And it won. It won also won the Innovations Award and the Engadget Best of CES 2014 Award. So it won quite a few I'm awards. I'm not finding it. Is it. Go to go to dot com. Here it is. So go to Clearview Audio. Those of you on your mobile devices, go to Clearview Audio and look at the speakers and look at the gallery of images. It's really stunning. Oh, I, I for three hundred and fifty bucks, that is that. really reasonable. This floating chef is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really nice. You, you can't even, oh yeah, it's clear. Oh yeah, yeah. you can you hardly even tell it's there. You can't even tell it's there. Like that is like awesome. Like, oh wow, that is pretty. Look at the white. Oh, thing. that is awesome. <laughs> and I don't, okay, I don't like I know modern, what I, but that's really nice. I want a modern yeah. house to put it in. So well, it's it nice too. It wirelessly connects to your yeah to everything. So if you have you know if you have your iPhone out, you can just you know play a playlist. Wow, boy, that is really nice. This house, it's a beautiful. This house is gorgeous. But if you <laughs> but but you look and it's if you look at um, one of the images, I think it's let me see two four six eight the ninth image, they have a wooden table. Excuse me, and it's long. And if you look at the Clio on the table, you see how it's not that big. It's no, very it's unobtrusive. It. It's, just, it's really small. Yeah. Now this is really, really nice. I love that. What a nice product. So, that, so this wasn't at CES, was it? Yeah, it was. It won all the awards at CES. Yeah, won three awards. I didn't get to see that. Jeez, Vicky, I'm telling you. Wireless speakers. I saw some, but they were really expensive. Like Bose, is, well, Bose has one, but yeah, that's for TV, you know. And yeah, I, no, Bose is wonderful stuff. My yeah. husband has their headphones, and we have a stereo. But this, I like the clearness yeah. of this. I, I like the fact that it's invisible. Personally, I think Bose and since is since I can't afford a Bang and Olsen, then this might be the next best thing. You can't afford Bang and Olsen. A Bang and Olsen uh, speaker. I think that one oh, that I liked is like three thousand. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that's like three thousand bucks for that disc, that speaker. I, I mean, they're not mm -hmm. cheap. Yeah, my but my Bose system back in the day cost me almost three thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I know you pay for your sound. It's like, all these wires in the back. I said, I wish I had never bought this thing. And it was nice. Well, you know. Day. It's really hard. It's like when you buy a, an iPad or any type of, you know, a computer, any type of technology, you know yeah. um, that yeah. within a year or two, they're going to have improved it. Yeah, it's, because it's just like this. now they got these little, they, they, I love the fact that the little Kustama, uh speakers are small, teeny, mm -hmm. rolling in the palm of your hand, but they still were wired, you know, so. Yeah. Well, even the the style the styli that are out, you know, to to do artwork or to to do drawing. Now the bamboo stylus, 
is great. I really, really like it. No. But I did get I did get a Bluetooth I did get a Bluetooth stylus and I love it because even though the iPad is a capacitive I can't even say that word today, um, screen, you do have some pressure sensitivity with the Bluetooth mm-hmm. uh, stylus, which really is nice. But Paper by 53 just came out with their pencil stylus. <clears throat> and it's it acts more like a dummy stylus with other apps. But with the app Paper, um, it allows you to blend your colors. It um, it does. It's not really pressure sensitive, but you know that the next incarnation they have of pencil will probably have pressure sensitivity. So that always makes me leery about buying something when it first comes out. The same thing with the iPad. I knew they were going to put a camera on the iPad, and I waited, and I'm really glad I did. But you know, and, and and that's the other thing. Like my girlfriend who hasn't the first iPad, she said basically it's a coaster. It's like a big iPod because you can't upgrade to iOS seven. I don't even think she can put iOS six on it. Yeah. So you know that's the thing is you're almost forced to upgrade. You know these companies, after a while, like you were saying, Vicky, they just don't support you know the older stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, something like oh, this is a pain in the butt. Or like my nephew who thought, oh, I bought this 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 PC three years ago, and oh man, I'm gonna sell it and make a lot of money. No, you're not. <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Well, it's like it's 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 very similar. I the analogy I think you can use is when you buy a car. You know, they've always told you. You know, when you buy a car and you drive it off the lot. You know, yeah, it depreciates. And, yeah. Right. And technology does the same thing. It depreciates, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, almost not worth even paying at all. <laughs> I am thankful that Apple, though, as far as I have, like I said, I have the iPad 3, which I'm, I'm pretty happy with. I know they've come out with the 4 and then the Air. But at least I don't feel like I'm compelled to upgrade right away. I know the Air, my son's Air is beautiful and it's very light and my husband's going to get one. But I don't, I I mean, it doesn't have anything that I need, you know, that's different from my um, iPad 3 necessarily, except for a faster chip and, of course, it's weight. And, okay, a better camera, better front-facing camera. But that's okay. I can live without that. <laughs> there were other things that were sort of sensitive that I saw that I forgot to mention. One of the things was this toothbrush <laughs> that can, it has biometric sensors in it. <laughs> so just look at how you move and stuff like that. And then there was one that's a little bit more useful and it tracks how you use, how, how well you brush your teeth and how long. So you can track how long. You can tell your kid, go back in there and finish brushing your teeth. You didn't do it very long enough. The only negative about that is that you can't really determine where they brush their teeth, you know, what areas they cover all the areas, just how long they brush their teeth. So. Yeah, but there's some sensitive stuff that, that are out there. And that's one of the things. Well, see, then I have a problem with it so because cool. you can like it and then they can stop making it. Huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, and to me, those are novelty stuff. I mean, why yeah. would you want to know how you, I mean, I mean, seriously, yeah, if you, yeah, that's yeah. something that parents need to teach their kids is how to brush their teeth well. Yeah. You know, I can't see paying 50 bucks for a device to let me know that. That's a little silly. Yeah. But they always come out with stuff like that. You know, I think, like, what were you saying, vaporware? Is that what you call it, um, Elisa? Yeah, the stuff that's that's announced yeah. but never but, comes to pass. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just to get the stock um, build up against somebody in the destiny, I guess. Or they just don't, they, the concept just doesn't work. You know, one of the time. I'm going to tell you something yeah. about that Clio thing. Um, you didn't tell me there's different colors. Silver, dark brown. Yes, I did. Oh, oh. I, I mentioned it. Oh, I was too busy yeah. looking for it and not paying attention to what <laughs> Yeah. No, I said I would get the charcoal because that would match best in my house. But I love the fact that they have very three unobtrusive colors in it. Yeah, I like the silver. Yeah. Well, that's what's nice about Macworld, Vicky, is that the, the products that are there are products. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to CES. Very few is like, you know, like Right, but most most of the stuff that you see at back, or at least from what I saw last year, Mm -hmm. you could purchase right then and there, either on the show floor or it might be released within a week or within two weeks or so. It's not, we're thinking about this for maybe, you know, fourth quarter 2017. Yeah, yeah. It's something that's right now. CES is a lot of, we hope this comes to market. 
But you know what I love about CES is the creativity. You know, I, I, to me, that is just so exciting because you see all of this creativity. And who knows where, you know, if you have a designer or an artist that goes in there or, you know, a techie, and that's a jumping off point for an even better idea. That's, I think that's what's wonderful about CES. Yeah. yeah. It's like anything goes, you know. But, oh, yeah. But it's it a lot of prototypes. It's actually yeah. for developers and venture capitalists. And, right, and developers. That was the other word I wanted. Stuff yes. for, even though they have stuff for the consumer, there's a lot of stuff that's not ready. It's, they can look at it and know about it, but it's not ready to be purchased. It's not, it doesn't exist yet. I'm trying to think of the, the booth that was near us. That they had this big, huge booth. God, I've got the name of the company. It could be an LG. I'm not sure, but you know, connected home. It was huge. It was like ten times the size of Abu, and none of that stuff was real. It was just <laughs> stuff they were talking about. You know, uh, robots that you can use to, you know, for manufacturers. They already got robots in manufacturing uh, plants. You know, um, and this one is like a human being. And we're like, this is sort of stupid. You know, who wants this? Why are you doing this? It's concept. That's the reason why. It's stuff that right. you could take one thing. That, like, for instance, Iran was built on a product for a blackberry product for kids the whole concept of little girls could talk to each other it's called i i am me and they could uh communicate with each other using their little own little private little blackberry and they developed they took that concept and now we're talking <laughs> about cloud technology and apps and okay it moved from more from that to something really marketable and i think that's what they hope is going to happen with some of these concepts they have yeah. they 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 they're trying to they have an idea and they're working on it and what can happen is somebody can come in the booth and say why doesn't it do this this is more useful and actually your product yeah. manager, your product managers should be able to determine that kind of stuff but you know sometimes you can't see that you don't have the vision so I love it I had a great time you girls I wish you could yeah. come next year it's Mac Vegas. World it's Vegas baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mac World. Yeah, Mac Two months. World. Uh, uh, if I ever buy a, if Suzanne. I buy a plane, first I have to buy a plane ticket. I haven't done that yet. We have our hotel reservation. Yeah, I haven't made a plane, bought a plane ticket yet. Good price too. Well, for me, guys, yes. it's it's uh, you're always Mac World is always going to compete with France because do I go to Mac World or do I go to France? And go I don't know France. about you, but it's pretty obvious to me. <laughs> I would love to go to France. <laughs> Well, and look at what I learned. I learned about the Bang & Olsen, you know, speaker. See, I do. I do technology <laughs> stuff over there. And I always go visit the Apple store over there. Always, always. And it's, yeah, it's that just would be fun. always, yeah, that would it's be always fun. interesting to me um, with the Apple stores over there is, you know, they're very similar, of course, is here. But to see little French kids um, be so engaged in talking, you know, in talking in French and doing everything in French on their iPads. It's just, I don't know, it, I just marvel at it. It's really interesting. And, you know, everybody has an iPhone over there just as well. So, yeah. I don't know. I saw not actually... Just, not just old people like you and I. <laughs> no, no, no. There were a lot... I what What's interesting about Europeans as opposed, I think, to Americans. I'm seeing a little bit more now, but I was seeing it a lot a couple of years ago when the iPads first came out with the camera. And also last year was how many people, especially um, Asian tourists, that take video and take photographs with the iPad. I, I mean, I don't even think about doing it really with my iPad because I always have my iPhone. But I really think that's interesting. There's so many people that use their iPad for video and for photographs. They were even, there was this one... Um, I think there were a Chinese family that had their iPad. They had this case that was a tripod case for their iPad, and they had it set up on a on a on a uh, tripod to take their photograph. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And they were using the headphone. You know, they were using the headphone to snap um, uh, to use it for a shutter. Wow. Which you you know again you forget about. But yeah, that's that was pretty neat. I noticed that too, Suze. I was just on a cruise. Actually, two weeks ago today, I came home. And we were down in Aruba and Curacao on the cruise. And there were a lot of people that had iPad minis that were on the ship to read them, which kind of surprised me because you really can't read those in the sunlight. Right. But they had them out, so they must have had some sort of um, one of those covers on them so that they could see. 
but they were bringing them onto the shore and they were taking pictures. Oh no, I don't even I, think I about taking them. She was seen beating um, with my uh, iPad. In the, in the sunlight. In the sunlight. Oh, oh, I do. I do. I used my angle, of course, but yeah. yeah. I just brought my Kindle. My my iPad stayed in the safe. I used my iPad on the plane, mm-hmm. but I used my Kindle on the ship and then on the beach. Mm-hmm. So, so with that, we're going to wrap up our CES 2014, or as I like to call it, the Vicky Show. <laughs> through this episode we would love it if you would leave us a review or a star rating in the itunes so that would help other people find us we would appreciate that we would also love it if you would join our three geeky ladies google plus community it's a place where you can ask questions just get into the conversation people are very friendly very helpful so if you have a question about you know how do i do this or what do you think about this purchase should I make? You know, should I buy this app? People would love to would love to respond. So that will all be in the show notes along with the link to our Facebook group. And uh, for Vicki and Suze, I want to say thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. guy there's a new podcast out great what's it about let's talk apple well yeah we will we will but uh, what's the podcast called let's talk apple <sighs> okay if you want to uh rainier silken gold rush pippin what are you on about i'm talking apple huh that's what you wanted wasn't it us talking about apples well there we go again tangentially as usual moving off topic did you know bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out yep let's talk apple Oh, jeez.